quite sure exactly what I want to say or what feels uh, <coughs> called forth. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for your practice and all the um, <coughs> beauty of your being that you've brought brought forth, brought up, brought into this space and uh, shared together, shared with us, shared with everyone. Um, we we really deeply appreciate it. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's quite profound. Um, order to say things in. Uh, don't know. Uh, <coughs> just a practical thing about transitioning out of the retreat, or a, pr- a practice thing about transitioning out of the retreat. Um, these kinds of retreats, there's more, uh, you know, there's maybe less silence and less of certain kinds of meditative intensity, perhaps, for, for most people, um, so that it's unlike, it's less, less the case that one needs to, uh, you know, um, guard the senses and, and kind of really take care with sense contact and sort of that overwhelm that you can get from certain forms of practice of retreat. Um, But there may be other kinds of sensitivity and some of you who have been on these soul-making retreats before may have noticed that that the heart and the being are uh, you know opened in ways and and available to be touched in, in, in ways that uh, well, maybe the, the world isn't so uh, carefully set up to take care of um, or to acknowledge. Um, so you, m- you may find, you know, yourselves that there may be emotions moving through, things might move you, etc. So just, just to be aware of that kind of sense, those kinds of sensitives which are more particular to these kinds of retreats than, say, if we'd... Um, done a different style of meditation where the, the, s- the sensitivity can be more sensory uh, in terms of the intensity of that contact. Um, so to really take uh, care of the heart and the soul in uh, the rest of today and tomorrow and, and in the coming days, what does it need? What kinds of contact does it need? Uh, what kinds of care does it need? What kind of space does it need? Maybe it needs solitude. Maybe it needs certain kinds of sharing, etc. Um, so just to, uh, it, it's a, they are a little bit different these retreats uh, and and their consequences in the being than uh, than some other retreats you may be familiar with. So just to to real encouragement to to take care with that. There's nothing to be apprehensive about, of course, but just. To care for the, the soul and the heart. Um, I sort of mentioned this last night. You know, we can, we can. Uh, of course, some of you may not, but but y- y- there can be a great sort of flush of enthusiasm for 
the whole thing, the whole soul-making uh, endeavor, and your practice, and what you've been through, and the wish to wish to share that with uh, partner, family, spouse, friends, etc., at home. Um, and again, just the inc- the encouragement to uh, to be sensitive there. What's what's right? What's needed? What does it mean to care for the other person and, f- and for myself? Um, it's we haven't done that much uh, sharing of images on this retreat together in in the sort of the, the Temenos space in the gut. But <coughs> but some many of you will know, you know, when something has touched the soul deeply, it it needs care, and you can't just um, spout it out uh, to someone just because you have a, maybe a history of a certain kind of intimacy with that person. Um, the moment may not be right. Their state of being in that moment may not be right. Uh, they may not be that interested in that moment. You may be super on fire interested, and they may not be. And they may be polite and sort of nodding, nodding their head and, and sort of, uh, you know, a, a modicum of interest. Take care. You know, when when something is precious to the soul, it needs it needs looking after. And we, uh, even someone you love and someone there's a history, or someone who's a fellow soul maker, um, if 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 we don't set it up right, the sharing, um, then it's like we're spilling our our soul, and and it hurts. It hurts when that that preciousness is is not uh, held in a terminus, is not met. Um, there's no ill will. There's there's uh, no, nothing like that. But it, when something feels sacred, it needs it needs uh, uh, it needs care. So if you want to share, um, check the moment, check check the conditions, um, including the other person, and you can tell. It's just like a regular retreat. You can tell you you know, bounce in with your enthusiasm about wanting to share certain experiences or insights that you've had. And you get a feel, in, in your sense, to you get a feel, is this person really interested? I mean, really interested. And how is it being held? And how am I holding it in this sharing? Um, and you can, it's there in, in the eyes of the other, or just, just how interested they are. So if people... Uh, who are inter- tend to ask, well, they want to know and they want to ask questions and you get a sense that they're interested. But um, really just the encouragement to to care for that with each other, with uh, people who are not here, that you love, etc., with, with whomever. Ah... <coughs> uh. Maybe maybe that's all to say about about that piece. Um, Catherine and I were uh, really touched um, just hearing from just one or two people. Uh, of course, it may not have been everyone's experience, but um, how uh, beautiful and moving your dana ce- ceremony and talk was. Um, of course, we weren't here, but uh, 
it, w- it was really, really lovely to hear that and to get a sort of indirect sense of that. <coughs> um, when I started um, speaking about imaginal and soul making um, in Dharma talks here and other places, uh, it was difficult for me. It was difficult. Um, I felt like there was a lot of. Uh, opposition um, in terms of so, some some of you uh, remember were, were in certain places where I came and there was all kinds of uh, eruptions and f- fracas and protestations and he- what's it placards yeah <laughs> picket picket lines um, <coughs> um, really nasty notes all kinds of things and um, no seriously so it was it was quite um, Difficult, I, I found. Um, I felt it my uh, calling or duty to, to uh, push through that. Um, when uh, I've shared this with, with a couple of people, but um, started to get the sense, okay, this, this is, this is going to be difficult, this talk I'm going to give, I can sense that some, some people are going to love it and some people really not and some people get upset, etc. So in the moments before going to give a talk, I would, uh, I don't know what, um, open myself, tune myself, uh, make myself available to um, the the angels, the demons, past, present and future that um, that wanted it to be given, you know, that wanted it to, to be said. And uh, and that was sort of a <coughs> an imaginal practice way of ensouling uh, uh, the whole thing and giving, giving me a sense of um, being on track and being, uh, you know, the support that I needed or, or in a way ha- hand it over to them and uh, to, to, to that that lineage of soul-making beings, uh, in whatever dimensions we're talking about historically and, and uh, whatever else, and feel in a way that, that they were uh, helping to give the talks and things like that. And uh, similarly, when I became ill over the last uh, three and a half years, or f- almost four years now, um, sometimes so tired, uh, and I had to do something, or this podcast, or this thing, or that thing, and felt so depleted and again would um, call on or align myself with uh, with that lineage if you like um, n- a timeless lineage uh, imaginal lineage and uh, and entrust entrust the whole process to that when I felt very depleted etc and so one of the reasons I think uh, hearing about last night in your Dana ceremony, and then I know that some of you went to the church, and uh, I don't know what happened there, but uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, you were praying. That's right. Um, that uh, there is a sense, uh, indirect and, and and maybe more more tangible, that. Um, you are those angels now. So, uh, or some of you, or the 
those of you who will will uh, enter this uh, more fully and and take it on and explore it more fully. And there's a sense of um, for me of uh, you're supporting the whole thing now. If that makes sense. Does it make sense? <coughs> um, so that that's very beautiful, and I, I feel very grateful for that. Um, I'm very touched. Um, yeah, there's a lot of delight in that, and a lot of beauty in that, and a lot of gratitude. So, uh, y- you you are that imaginal community now. Uh, some of you, no, no pressure. <laughs> uh, um, if if you feel that in in the calling of your soul in in your being in in your togetherness, um, so that's that's something very very uh, heartening for me, uh, soulful for me, um, for us I think if I should say if I can, um, and so. couple of things about that. Um, we, we've, on and off on this retreat, kind of wanted to put the onus back to you, to give the, pass the buck back to you. For those of you that are, think you'll be r- really into this, some, some of you will just take little bits of this and maybe use a little bit in your, you know, therapy practice or some other thing, or that, and that's completely fine. And some of you will be much more um, wholly and wholeheartedly and whole soul solely um <laughs> I- engaged and committed and and in love and on fire and hungry um to uh, f- fill out into these teachings and let them fill out and these practices and explore and and in the fullness of time having digested um what is yeah really quite complicated quite sophisticated profound and wide um will bring your own creativity and your own beauty and, and add to it or make connections. I hope, and I hope, I hope that happens. And I hope if it does happen that it's rooted in, in a kind of really full assimilation and digestion of what we've been talking about before and just sort of, uh, you know, tinkers with adding it to other things or mixing it. Um, but again, there's this encouragement uh, from us to, if if you feel a calling, to to be a little proactive with that, alone and together. I mean, what do I need to develop? What is it that I don't quite understand? What needs filling out? What needs to become a more firm base for me, um, and to come alive that way? Where are my blind spots? What are the things that I just need to develop in order for this whole vessel? Um, in my personal practice, to really uh, be shipshape and able to sail on on rough seas, etc., and meet whatever. So there's this encouragement to really think that way about one's practice, um, and and one can we can do that together. So we can certainly do it uh, uh, in in solitude, in in one's own reflection, in one's own practice, but also together, sharing together, studying together, learning together, supporting each other. It may be that certain aspects are clearer to one person and less so to another and vice versa. So to have that sense, the Sangha sense of 
really being really good friends to each other, you know. Um, if if you feel that calling, if there's that opportunity, then what does that need? What does it need? Um, how do we take care of these relationships? You know, I've said this before. Soul doesn't just happen by itself. Soul making won't just happen. There's, there's a very care, a lot of care, and a lot of um, conditions need to come together for that to happen. And similarly for sangha, to the sense of sangha, the sense of community, and deep soul friendships to deepen. Uh, of course, we're thrown together fortuitously and gratefully and miraculously with people that something blossoms with, but still it takes a lot of work. A lot of work. A lot of uh, hard work sometimes. Um, so what is it to care for each other, to be good friends to each other, deep, deep supportive friends to explore together, to open things together? Um, if that feels like your calling and, and what you would like. Um, what else was I going to say? Um, Ha, 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 ha.